Peaches and cream and reality TV dreams, this ATLT is hot with rich, fabulous steam. From wigs to digs, the peach groves of Atlanta is where the shade lives. I put a spell on you, and now you're mine. That's right. I'm conjuring up a spell so you guys love the old housewives as much as we do. Welcome to Housewives Heretics. I am Diana Cross, and this is Bonnie Fire, also known as Josh. And Kalindi. Hey, hey, girl. How are you doing? Witch Supreme. Witch Supreme. I love that. Yes, I'm Good. I got to see my baby Lua, Lua June Moon, little moon, and mm. my Twitch. So obviously not under great circumstances, but we made it work and we are thriving, honey. Hey, Michaela, we need this also. Happy birthday. We love you. Happy birthday, Twitch. You're the best. The best, the best, the best. One of the queens in the cackle of coven, the coven yeah. of cackles. Yeah, the coven of cackles. Yeah. yeah, the cackles, the crackles, the krakens, and the, the, the baggins. We're all those things. And uh, we're just happy to be here. I, I am kind of, I've been having fire every weekend. I'm just kind of loving, uh, I'm calming down, but I, I feel like I'm eating less and still gaining weight. And that's what I hate about the winter. I don't know. Maybe I move less when the sun's not here. Oh, yeah. Well, the day gets so much shorter, but I do, we take a, walk with Stella every night and it's my favorite time of day I work out during my lunch break for my cardio but that's how I'm keeping it moving and I'm on prednisone so I'm you know obviously tight and right yeah ready to go yes 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 well let's get into our investigative reporting segment of of the church the chapel we also call it a community news or hard titting news so on Friday, October 15th, Vicky called out her ex, Steve, on Instagram in the comment section of her Real Housewives of Orange County alum and friend, Tamara Judge. Tamara posted, get out of bed, Vicky, and let's go whoop it up. I hate to see you so sad. No one is worth it, girl, especially after what you allegedly found out last night. You are beautiful. You are strong. You are smart. Don't let anyone tell you any different. And I would just love to point out, I wish maybe we'll post the picture because Tamara is like taking a hot selfie in a jumpsuit and Vicky is in oh bed in her glasses on her phone. Like Loved it. I, I didn't even realize that Vicky was back there till one of those internet sleuths, literally one of those sleuths, the sluts, internet sluts pointed that out to me and it made my day. Yes. Uh, if you I ever just... post a post to me like that telling me I'm smart and strong and I look like that, I will kill you. I wanted to I wanted to make a meme of that picture. If it, if any one of those those internet sluts, hey Michaela, we need to. Um, if any one of those people can make this meme because I can't myself, I wanted to put that picture and then I wanted to put um that clip of Vicky yelling at Tamara, "You were supposed to be my sister." <laughs> seriously, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> because I was like, oh, oh okay, Tamara, but- Tamara, this is all about you, isn't it? Exactly. Mm. But Vicky revealed in the comments that he used her he lied to her and he's been dating a 36 year old and he's not what he portrays himself to be no christian man would do what he has done right and i wanted she, to be like duh vicky that's your type people exactly. that use you abuse you did I you not see this coming? 
<laughs> Always con. Always con. Like, Where's the chicken in the pot? She needs a chicken in the pot, a casserole. Yeah, someone give her a, send her a casserole because she said that when she was out of town working on a business trip, he took her, his mistress, to the condo in Mexico, and he's been flaunting around in her town of Orange County and making out in public places. It's disgusting. But, I wonder if he, he's at the Regency with Tom. At the Regency. At the Regency where everything happens. That will be his next stop because mm -hmm. he does, he is denying it and he's saying that they he broke up with her verbally and explained it to her in writing and they had not been intimate since September of 2020. That's a lie. I totally agree. Because he was letting her be part of the campaign. He was and letting her we, be the first lady, huh? And we know that Vicky doesn't give publicity out for free. Uh-uh. That's why she said, everyone unfollow Steve who follows him. Mm -hmm. He's a trash bag, and we knew it from the very beginning. I'm sad she sold her house for him. I'm sad. Because she loved that house. Well, she, I don't think she sold it for him. I She sold it for her because she wanted to... No. I, I think he was a big. I think he was a big part of that, though. Well, but she wanted a bigger. She got a condo in Mexico, and he was the one that was saying that it was like he didn't like the new house because she well, loves it and said it's way more low maintenance and like it's her jewel box. But he was like, it's really different. Well, good because so, I yeah. despised him, but it all makes sense. And he was saying that he was living in Mexico in his own place. And it just makes me even more mad because he was running as Steve Chavez Laws or whatever when he was running mm -hmm. for governor. And he wasn't even living in California. Right. He's he was he was it up. He was at Andale, so without Vicky. Exactly. I wonder, I wonder if this has to do with anything with Megan King Edmonds Biden. She was like, I'm now gonna be part of a legal family and I've got to take down the next person in Vicky's life that's trying to encroach. Mm -hmm. The next con. The next con. And she did it. I mean, if that if that giraffe next bitch can do anything, it's take somebody down. And I especially can't appreciate, a especially a con. And I can't appreciate her for that. And that's and th that is the only thing I shall appreciate her for. Okie dokie. And then on to our queen, our with you singer. Let's have a public affair. Jessica Simpson and her mom Tina Simpson regained ownership of the billion-dollar Jessica Simpson collection after a parent company, Sequential Brands Group Incorporated, filed for bankruptcy in August. Jessica and Tina owned a minority stake, 37.5% in the company, when Sequential Brands Group Incorporated purchased a majority share from the Commuto Group in 2015. Now Jessica and Tina regained total ownership of the fashion label. Jessica says, after 16 years in business, I feel ready to meet this new exciting phase with open arms. I know the sky is the limit when my mom, our incredible team, and I lock into our customers completely. This is going to be a reinvigoration. She, I feel she, she, her kids are older. She's sober now. She looks great. And I feel like she's going to fucking kill it. Those boots, the purses, give me everything. And she has full focus. You know, she's not working. Uh -huh. She's not trying to be an actress anymore. I don't know that she's working on music. I think it's going to be. I bet that I bet there will be an album soonish. I feel like, or maybe that part of her life's done. Who she knows? can dress herself. Yeah, hopefully. I feel like she could make a uh, TV renaissance. Have a TV renaissance. I would love. You know, because she's. We forget how young she's what, she 22? was. 
like when the show yeah probably i mean mm -hmm. if not a little younger yeah they were so young so it would and be Phoebe. exciting it would be exciting to see her reemerge yeah like the phoenix she is and on to another queen our our queen teresa what's going on with trey trey got engaged to the next con <laughs> Louie and they celebrated their one year anniversary in July and got engaged in Greece. Megan! Get on it. The con spawn is on. Let's go. <laughs> I really hope. I Let's really hope she's not a pawn. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Let's, yeah. I really hope that he is good for her and I hope that he I, has true intentions. I, I hope so too. I have to give people. You do, I feel like we get this full rundown from the media all the time, and he has a terrible rap sheet, yes. Mm -hmm. You do have to give some people the benefit of the doubt that they can change. Right. And sometimes people really do are shitty people until they meet the right person. Yeah, and sometimes that you're just, you just don't have the right partner. Like right, even absolutely. If you're, you know, you're not perfect after. Some people just deal with each other better. Some people, you know. I, so I, uh, I really however... However, he does have classic love bombing tendencies I know. for That's somebody like Tree who just needed attention and right. she's never been worshipped like that. Like, like the queen she deserves to be. People have to be careful when people, there are affirmations there are, are red yeah, flags. all the time, especially when you, I have the, I had this friend and she, um, I, I had to point it out one time. I was like, you know what you do? You tell every boy the moment you meet them what you want from them to make you happy exactly. Like, and if there's if they're smart boys, they use that to manipulate you. Right. They do exactly what you want to your face to make you happy. Um, and it's all just a game. So you have to be careful and let people figure you out and do things that make you happy organically. And because people are willing to toss that dice, I'm willing, I'm willing to give him a chance to see him on camera, like to actually see how he interacts with the other people. I mean, New Jersey has a lot of hard people to convince. So if he can, if he can get Dolores and brother Joe and, and Marge on, on his side, it would be hard for me to think that he was truly like this king of deception because I feel like they can smell the bullshit. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out this season. Yeah, totally. I can't, I can't And wait. Gia. I need to and know what Gia. Gia thinks. Yeah, I need, and Melania. Melania. I just worry. But especially because Gia, because you know Gia. Gia exactly. ain't playing that game. No. Gia will give it to anybody, including her own, her own dad. I think yeah. Gia and Gia's tough mom. as fuck. Yeah, Gia is she tough. She everybody. We gotta get mm -hmm. Gia on this podcast. She, she don't speak no guy. Spanish, but she sure does speak con. <laughs> so you better watch out for her. Exactly. And mm -hmm. I just worry because... Um, Teresa gives so much of herself. She is such a good partner. Think oh, about this, how whole, this might ruin her. If I, I really hope for her sake, this could. If this doesn't work out the way it's supposed to, and it ends terribly, I could see Teresa being single for the rest of her life. Yeah, and that's what worries me. And also, if this would cause a Teresa Joe trift, uh, oh. trist that it would never. They don't have anything. Their kids are older now. Their right. parents are gone. There's nothing for them to bring it back together, you know? Yeah. And so I'm just really. 
Louie, do we be good? Louie, Louie, hey, baby. Louie, Louie. Let my Teresa go. I, I just feel like Teresa had been dating and seeing people a lot longer than she let on on the show. And that... um. I, I, I do, I, I, I'm just hoping, I'm just hoping that he's not as bad as it seems and that he, you know, he, he's there for her and really loves her. They're a good looking couple. She's beautiful and gorgeous. And honestly, Teresa is a hard person to hitch to in the sense that like, it's not like she doesn't come with a lot of baggage so you're 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 you're, you're, it's like vicky was easy vicky was easy she was an easy target like with tree you got a lot to work for her engagement so dina i feel like is a very good zen judge of character so i hope you're right about that all the people all the bullshit detectors yeah i i hope so i now that that we'll see i just want to see how that goes down because we also know that tree is very hard-headed and fights for what she believes in and doesn't necessarily see everything that's around her so let's let's hope that everybody gives him the stamp of a prevail and we can too love and light bitch I'm excited to see her in a wedding dress, though. I have to fucking say. Oh, my God. She's amazing. I love she, She's going to shine, shine, darling. Shine, shine. Shine, shine, blessings. Um, okay. And on to our real-time revelations. We were chatting a little bit about this. And then I said, I put the kibosh shoot. I said, stop. Don't touch me there. We have <laughs> to stop talking about this because we need to talk about it now. And how depressing, like, the new housewives are. Um, and... I think that they're entitled. I think that's what happened. And of course, they've always been privileged people. And that was the, that's the aspirational part. But I think that what's happening now is they think of themselves as stars. Mm-hmm. When we're not trying, to, we, I mean, we have plenty of shows for that. That's called the fucking Kardashians. Like, we're not trying to get into the life of stars necessarily. Maybe here and there in Beverly Hills. We wanted to see how real rich people lived and interacted with each other and friends. And that's not what's happening anymore. And I feel like we're playing a script and, and it's, it's too calculated. It's, it's, and and I can see everybody thinking and moving instead of like natural visceral arguments and fights. And I do kind of think that that could be, a little bit of what made Salt Lake City a little exciting last year because they hadn't completely seen. I mean, there's some of them that are, I mean, Jen Shaw is clearly one of the most bombastic, like calculated women on reality television. So, but you know, it's just, I, it's losing its uh, fluidity. I feel like it's almost hard to watch. No, I agree. And on top of that, there's the heaviness for me of all the microaggressions and the colorism and the uh, biases because we're seeing integrated casts for the first time. And we're seeing the exploitation, the exploiting of women of color with no allies. And it's just tough to watch these people be abused every single week. And to, especially for Beverly Hills, it's just so hard to see Garcelle be treated the way she is. And I just, it's exhausting to me. I, I, I'm not having fun. You know, like this is, we love housewives because it's fun. And even, I mean, I'm so glad you wanted to do the old episodes because it is, 
you can still have fun watching them and you it's like yeah and you can still judge them and see how they were problematic but you're judging them against a different time you know like we weren't talking about microaggressions in 2006 we should have been right you know but we're, we're we're not meeting people we're these people you know it's hard now because it's i feel like we're not meeting, seeing people be their best. And, you know, and and that's what this was all about, aspirational television. I mean, and, you know, it's it's rough. Yeah, it's just, because even when you knew things were wrong before, it was like, you could feel it, but it's like being a baby, feeling joy. You don't know that other people feel it. You don't know the word for it. But now it's like we have doctoral dissertations on joy and we have the vocabulary, we have the experience, we have the scientific studies and they're still like <laughs> screwing it up. And so it's just, it's, it's a weird place for me to be in and I'm just not liking them. And I try to keep it fun because you know how I am. I don't think any of these people are good people. If you hoard wealth like this, when you know people don't have clean water and access to health care, you're not a good person to me. So right. I don't expect them to be model citizens. Right. No, but, I, I, I think Bravo really has a lot of restructuring to do in general. I mean, I just, I don't think that they think too much about casting. You know, I think that they either that or they overthink it because it just doesn't make sense to me. I was watching um, Winter House last night and they have like 15 people on there. Yeah. Like 15 people on this show. And there's not one gay person. There's not one gay person in Southern Charm. Like I understand like the women, like, I mean, there are very few for a, for a, 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 broad, a broadcast network that is run by a gay man. There is such little representation for the LGBTQIA community on that fucking station. And 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 it's run by gay people. I mean, yeah. I, I mean the hairdressers, the makeup artists. I mean, the only time that we get to see, and and for me, I don't I don't even need like a relationship. Like I don't even need two gay people in Winter House to hook up. I just don't understand how you can't put one gay person in there just to hang out. I mean, it would be, it's so beneficial for people in all over America to see straight young people hang out with a gay person and see that they can have fun and have normal conversations and be friends and build relationships, even though they're different. And we're not showing people that. Yeah. And I feel the same way about people of color. Like right, it absolutely. Be, it should be that. But I feel like the way that it's being ran without people that are producers that are of color, you know, because you need right. people that are producers, people that are actually have their hand in the pot protecting Well, I, I think them. most of the men, even if they're gay at, at um, Bravo, I think most of the, the, the producers and everything are white men. Exactly. And but that's what I was going to say is instead of... And they're older white men too. I yeah, don't even think they're younger they're so, white men. They're so out of touch. But instead of it being that, instead of it showing this positive thing, it's triggering for people of yeah. color to watch them like themselves in these terrible situations where they've had to stay in a work environment that was so abusive and unhealthy. It's seeing how you're treated differently in different fighting situations. You know, like it's, it's right. triggering instead of diversity and inclusive. It's just, it's terrible. Yeah. I, I, I and I, I do, I do want to give Bravo 
I want to give them, first of all, I do think that there needs to be, I, I applaud them for trying and I think that they need a little more time to get it better. I also have to say that all of this content over the past year and a half has been recorded in a really hard time and a time where there's been a lot of learning and we have to realize that it was recorded eight months ago. So we have to... I, I, I do want to give them the benefit of the doubt that moving forward, I mean, it, I, I know that Beverly Hills is recording right now with the same cast, but I, I have to say them taking New York, Beverly Hills recording right away is just because of ratings, but them taking New York and thinking about it. No. And, and I, I think, I think they have time to get things right. Well, I hope they do, but I don't have hope because why would they strip the reunion for New York then? If they really wanted to get it right and make amends and they were learning, they would have said, okay. Well, that, that, I, I, I think that was a corporate decision. Yeah. But that I'm was just saying she yeah. was so disappointed. Like I, I just feel like they're, I feel like they're not learning, unfortunately. And I'm scared, but we'll see. We'll, we're Bravo lovers. I hope it makes its way back because otherwise we're just going to be on season one, two, and three forever, y'all. Because one, two, and three exactly. forever, y'all. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm, uh, I'm optimistic. I, I do think, I think that we could do some, some damn, honestly, I say pause everybody and then do these real housewives, um, these ultimate girls trips and just start over with new women in different cities and make the cast diverse to start. I think the problem is, is the figureheads now and they don't want to just start over right. anywhere. And I just don't think that those, I don't think the women that have seniority fit into a modern day story. Yeah, that's true. But we also need black editors, gay editors, yes. producers. Yeah. Asian editors, Asian, you know, like every, we need diversity and inclusion in the staffing as well. Yeah, absolutely. So here's our demands, Bravo. Listen to it. Acquiesce to these requests, bitches. Okie dokie. That <laughs> like was great. Uh, right. Oh, I do have one little thing there. Well, there were two, th a couple of things. Salt Lake City A is going so fucking slow, but Whitney's Golden Globes and the way that she entered, like her tits were just out and the way that she uh, changed her energy was really funny to me. Have you noticed? I've never seen this before on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. When they do their like um, transition clips, they all do like a little, especially Lisa Barrow, like a burr and like a, a shimmy, like a Blair St. Clair shimmy. Shh. No. Like, have you noticed? I've never seen them move so much and it's really funny to watch. That's, I'll have to pay attention. To no, that. pay attention. Watch especially Lisa Barlow. Pay like, attention, watch, please. Pay attention, please. You don't have to like me. I like myself enough for the both of us. <laughs> I um, <laughs> I love that that has like no, she has no inflection. I know. Um, but just watch her. She does literally the Blair St. Clair, like, and it's so, it's just funny. I love it. I love every moment Amazing. of it. And I did like that Whitney broke the fourth wall this episode. Oh, she looked at it? Yes. And it she was, said, like, this is a setup. I, I did love that. I, um, she wasn't wrong. She oh, no, wasn't no, wrong. No. It was definitely a setup. But I thought it was a real kind of setup because I would, if I was innocent, I would do that shit too. Yeah. Like queer to money. Be honest, that was a real life. Like, if you're not going to believe me, I'm going to fucking trap you into believing me because I didn't do this. Right. I think the truth lies somewhere in the middle. Yeah. But I definitely think that um, 
uh, the, the, the Nino, El Nino Aubrey, and uh, the other owner, Javier, or whatever his name is, I, uh, I, I think that they uh, are terrified of Miss Barlow. So I mean, who wouldn't be? The queen of Sundance. And I did enjoy Potomac this week. And the GBO acronym, I feel like all of us Bravo enthusiasts should get it tattooed on us because of how many times they've messed it up and re it. It's just so freaking funny to me every yeah. single time. And I love G and Candace drunk together. It's like my favorite dynamic. It's hysterical to me. It's interesting to me. I it's live very, I, I, I really enjoyed it too. I, um, you know, I find it so hypocritical of Candace though, to be so hard on Mia for being the concubine, but like really kind of embracing G and it's kind of like a very, uh, you know, very patriarchal, like misogynistic thing. Like, oh, cause he was the one with money he, for sure. He, yeah. he has, he has no responsibility in buying a hooker. Right. But she's disgusting for being a hooker. Yeah, but I you know what I mean. I mean, I did appreciate her apology, and I'm. Ho yes. I think she was just blackout drunk. I think she would have been a little bitchier if she wasn't. But whatever. I I think Candace. I think Candace has a heart, and like the Grinch, it needs to grow two and a half more sizes. So <laughs> she needs to work on that. Um, she's a. I think she's sweet. Just she's sweet but damaged, and she's this is her fault, cream. Dorothy. Yeah, she sure is. And so everyone in Beverly Hills, well. Not everyone in Beverly Hills. Oh, everyone God. in the world oh, my needs God. a friend like Garcelle. Because all I'm going to say is the most prevalent moment of the reunion to me was when Kathy was sobbing and I was sobbing too. And oh, Garcelle God. discreetly put her hand on her to comfort her without it making very a moment nice. about her. Because, you know, so many of them will get up out of the... And it just... Yes. It, no. She had Kyle. They were having a moment. but she Kyle is... So lucky to have Kathy on this season. It, Kyle is humanized by her sisters. Oh, this is the um, Kyle renaissance for, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was one of the most sad and beautiful moments. I think one of the realest moments oh. in a reunion I've ever seen. You know what I loved about Kathy is Kathy, all those women take their opportunity for the one tear to run down their face. She because she, she sobbed, but she hit her face. Yeah. She she wasn't it was just a real genuine feeling and she is just so hurt. And you know, I really want Kyle to really feel this and apologize. Yeah. I think Kyle, I think Kathy held on to her grudge too long, but I think was it worth it, Kyle, for you to have one season of a failure of a show to separate your family that much? Like you've got to realize that like you were a big part of this. You have to know that your sister said no exactly. and respect somebody's boundaries. And that's kind of hard for me to watch. I want Kyle to take a little bit more of a responsibility for it. But she won't, she doesn't respect boundaries because that's the whole reason that the tip really started is Kathy said after the limo scene, season one with Kim. And she's uh -huh. like, when you did that to our sister, like, I, right. it was, and I understand that. I, I totally get that. I, I, I don't, well, I, Kyle, strikes me as somebody and i can't remember that many times that she's ever said she's sorry she doesn't strikes me as somebody that's never wrong yeah because she's one of those people that doesn't intend to hurt your feelings so because she didn't have the intention of doing anything wrong she doesn't view herself as doing anything wrong and but she, she doesn't intend to hurt your feelings because she didn't consider you in her actions well yeah because it's all about her exactly yeah she's very self-involved
Okay. Bye, Kyle. Bye, Kyle. And I want to know what broke your nose for real. Tell me more. And Dorit, you've also had a nose job. So quit lying. Like, come on. I don't understand why you would keep lying. I Honestly, I'd break my nose at this point and get a nose job. That's what I was literally just the, the amount of The amount of money that she's spending on contour. Oh, ridiculous. Come on. Okay. So let's get ready for episode two. Let's sit back, recline, rewind, and get reminded about what was going on October 14th 2008. Kalindi, baby, what we were listening to? Live your life. Hey. And I, I will let you know, um, making said um, hymnal this, uh, this week for this season, there, that, light, that is going to be our number one song for most of the time. And T.I. is hitting hard, hunty. With some bad girl Riri. Uh, yeah, with Kathy some Riri. Westman. Oh, yeah. Woo! Who are we watching? Uh, Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Oh. Beverly Hills Chihuahua. And Sons of Anarchy. Oh. Interesting. What was going on? Ooh, headlines. Casey Anthony is indicted on charges of first degree mar- murder. Martyr. Not, she was not a martyr. Definitely not a martyr. Definitely a murder of her missing daughter, Kaylee. Kaylee's been missing since the middle of July. Oh, fuck Casey Anthony. The worst. The literal worst. I did love all Nancy Grace. This was like primetime Nancy Grace. And she was like, and today we'll be discussing Tot Mom, who killed the Tot. AC Anthony, she is the Tot Mom killer. Uh, But like, I don't, I mean, honestly, Casey Anthony getting away with this is one of the largest grievances I've ever seen in my entire life. The amount of like the amount of people that they put away wrongly and Casey Anthony didn't get in. Um, By the way, you remember like a few weeks ago when I told you to listen to suspect um, by Wondry, I finished it this week. Does Um, it tell you the answer? Cause I started it and I got too scared. It does not tell you the answer. (laughs) Uh, I'll end that for you. It is realistically Honestly, it's about the justice system and um, how they discriminate against uh, people of color. That's well, exactly, but that's what the whole story is about. It's they allude to what they think happened. Um, I honestly, and I'm going to ruin it right now. I just think it was somebody random. Really? I actually, I actually don't think it was. I mean, there is so much DNA there. I right. think that there's a combination of answers. Um, it's just, I, I, it's it's shocking to me that they don't know who killed Arpana Janaga, but I mean, there's so many people in and out. Like, I don't know, man. Well, it it's party. crazy. Yeah, I mean, it was, a, it was a party and there was so much DNA everywhere and the way she killed was so weird. It was also done by somebody who seemed to professionally know what they were doing. Oh. And so you never know if it was just like a grifter. Okay, I mean, pe- pe- I'm being pe- scared. Yeah, people forget that like serial killers are grifters ah! and they're around all the time. Ah! I'm never having yeah. a party again. I, well, if you see somebody you don't know, this is why I don't go to haunted houses. You never know who's faking up to I being a part of a haunted house. That's true. That's why I don't go. I don't go to haunted houses. I don't go to haunted mazes because I don't need to pay to be scared. I'm scared enough the real world. Yeah, I'm scared every day. <laughs> the real world, New Orleans. I'm terrified. <laughs> New Orleans, baby. We in the Nola, <laughs> baby. <laughs> ah!
<laughs> I'm already terrified. What are we wearing? Uh, leopard prints and reptilian skins, and we're still there, honey. We we're are still there. And in the gossip, uh, Leanne Rhymes and husband Dean Sherman attend the AS the ASCAP Country Music Awards at Nashville's Ryman Auditorium on Monday. The singer who told people she recently moved to a new house paid musical tribute to Reba McIntyre at the event. Reba also had an album that came out this week that's all remixes. And um, of her own songs or whatever. of her own songs, yeah. Um House Fancy, does she do Fancy? Uh, the uh, Dave Audi remix of Fancy is really good. It, I think it is on there, but it's been out for a couple years. That's better than any other remix on there. It's a, it, it just added like a little extra banjo. It's a little, mm. yeah. she's a survivor. Um, mm. So let's get into this episode. It's so excited to revisit these, these women. These women. Um, these women. Um, so we meet up, and this is where we meet the notorious DWI Dwight Eubanks, because Nini's meeting to Kiki with him about Kiki, about Sheree's party. Um, and that that's how I feel like Ebony always said Kiki. Kiki. <laughs> with a Rizaline that I just learned to Sheree. swish, smell, and drink. Kiki. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We don't swish and smell Rieslings, guys. Just so you know. Apparently. Like, yeah. Uh, swishing and smelling is more for red wine and maybe Isn't like it a- swirling or is it swishing? Yeah, it's swirl. Like, I mean, I think she meant swish. Like, if you're at a wine tasting and you're an idiot and you don't swallow, which is just stupid. Uh, that's spit. Yeah, the, I, oh, yeah, 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 you swirl. Yeah, yeah, yeah swirl. Not well, that I'm swishes, a wine expert, but she I did for Riesling. this year, Josh. Did you swish or did you swirl? I, I swirled, twirled, and swallowed. <laughs> oh, that's my kind of vacation. Yeah. Yes, honey, everything's going down, down, down in that vineyard. Uh, and Nini felt a, a set up. By Sheree, and that's because she was. <laughs> and Dwight uh, is the be the bestie ever, and says that she's just jealous of you, and all you can do is pray for them. Right, the plastic people. The plastic people. The plastic and people. And then I love because they said we're like we are so nice because we know twenty years of shit and tears for themselves. Right, I love that too. And then Dwight was like, "I know it all," and I was like, "Dwight knew it all before Becky knew it all." Mm. He was the original know-it-all. He was the original know-it-all. Yeah. And he does know it all because he tries to feed Nini dessert and says that she should just be a fat, happy bitch. And you should. Everyone should. We should all just be fat, happy bitches. We should not skip dessert. Dessert is delish and it's the spice of life. It really is. It truly is. Um, this this is one of those episodes that has a lot of vignettes. We got a lot going on, y'all. I think we're just trying to really get to know everybody. Mm -hmm. um, Lisa and Ed are golfing at the St. Marlowe. Uh, right. I, I wondered if this was Marlowe Hampton's country club. <laughs> I was like, I hope this, so. I, I hope Marlowe's in there getting one of her mug shots. Where is Chanel? Me, 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 to Sheree um, at, at the bar. Hi, 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 hi. Oh, my favorite part now. Okay. And Chanel had to tell. Oh, yes, absolutely. Marlo, Marlo, Marlo. Um, and honestly, us thinking that Marlo could be there would be the most exciting part of this scene. Mm -hmm. um, 
I found it kind of funny that Lisa blamed the whole thing on Sheree's bodyguard. She was like, the bodyguard was acting up. Yeah. And I was like, uh, what? Also, Ed Hartwell is a love terrorist and love bombs like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he knows Steve Lodge, I think. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Megan King Edmonds, please report to Marlowe Hampton Country Club. We've mm-hmm. got a case. Um, and then we go on to the main storyline of this episode is Brielle's birthday extravaganza. Happy birthday, baby! And she's clearly the first one to turn 11 because the rest of the people are 10. Because 13 other 10-year-olds. 13 other 10-year-olds. <laughs> A baker's dozen of 10-year-olds. Yes. Not 12. One of them, including Sade. Did you catch that? Mm-hmm. And Say thank you to Sade. And I was like, thank you, Sade, for all you, that Sade. you've given us. For my I say thank Bradley you to Sade back. all the time. Thank you, Sade, for my Vera Bradley. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Sade. Brielle said that her mom was the light of her life. Uh, you know, I have to say that as much as Kim ruined those kids, they love, adore, and she does too. I mean, they love she made that, honestly, they, they really have familiar love and it really isn't functional. However, you know, if you don't need to be functional and you're it's filthy love. rich, at least you got love. At least you got love. Because a lot of people that are filthy rich do not have love. And she gives them all her undivided attention energy like she's they're obsessed with each other she's a really good mom is it healthy no i don't know if she's a good mom she's a present mom well yeah i i consider any mom that that a kid can say that when they're 10 and say that again when they're 28 like brielle will be able to a pretty good mom whether it works out or doesn't work out i think she gives them the best she can give them i'll give you that that's 100 percent true you know, I mean, it's not healthy. It's not a perfect mom, but it is, There's no it is, mom, you know, know, you know, I mean, Kim was smoking a, a Virginia Slims coming out the vagine. So, you know, she isn't fully developed. Yeah, she, 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 she's not fully developed. Uh, and these, do you ever worry about Kim's wig when she's smoking? I have sincere fears that that synthetic wig is just going to poof. And she's she going to wish she paid more than pay less. I she, never that, understand that either. I'm like, you should be concerned. Do not have those Virginia Slims. She's just waving, waving that Cruella cigarette everywhere. And I'm like, Kim, watch your hair. Like, Corey, save her. Corey yeah. is a good friend, but not good enough. Because I would, I would literally be on my tippy toes afraid that Kim was going to ignite at any moment. Which is worse, Kim's season one synthetic or Lisa Rinna's reunion fake-ass pony? I don't know what anybody at that reunion was fucking wearing. I have to tell you, I think I like Garcelle's dress. I like, I mean, I thought that Dorit looked good. I like Garcelle's dress. I didn't love Garcelle's makeup and hair. I, but everybody, Kyle's hair is the worst hair I've ever seen. 13 going on 30. It's terrible. Like, who took mousse and slicked down those weird, like, matrix bangs? I, and, I mean, I always think that Sutton looks like SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, um, but uh, Rena's hair was by far the worst. Oh, though. yeah. And I don't understand why Rena's, whole body was covered in that fabric oh i can't oh at least Ooh. kim's was, it was she was noodle oh. wigs back then i didn't and, know what yeah. she was doing it was right. a different time i mean she showed up, showed up to the was it season. cancer yes. thank god it wasn't thank cancer. God it was cancer. <laughs> so was it cancer 
Well, what, what, okay. I can't wait. Okay. Um, um, and she spends I think it was syphilis, by the way. <laughs> oh, my God. I do. I do. If you have syphilis for a long time, you start to lose your hair and a lot of degeneration. That's and, so and true. Well, the I only reason I don't believe that is because usually another side effect of long-term syphilis is infertility, and she has 200 children. Um, yeah, but you can start to lose your hair, like by the second phase. So like, I don't think she had it all the way to like the fourth phase. I, I didn't think like she was like mind numbed, but I think she had had it for a pretty long time. Join us on our science podcast. Hello, Dolly. Hello, Dolly. Dive into syphilis. Mm -hmm. Where we take, where we talk about synthetic wigs and syphilis. <laughs> S sin for syph. Sin for uh, syph, girls. Um, um, but the, they had. Sin because of syph. sleepover at the inner continental hotel and their fashions those kids fashions were the most 2008 fashions i've ever seen i was slightly triggered for eighteen thousand dollars for that whole party oh where, i where said thank you Papa. where were the fashions yeah right uh th thank you sade um thank you, <laughs> um i need i i was watching this and nini and brielle loves nini so much and i need nini and brielle to mend their relationship and i need kim and and nini to be friends and to be grown-ass people and get themselves back on television because that relationship between the three of them could be really fun i hope that nini is like i i feel like maybe losing greg could shift perspectives for Nini and maybe she can be lighter. She just got so heavy in the past, like five to seven years where she just, you know, I think she just needs to be lighter. Well, and Kim and Croy did come to the funeral. Great. I like that. I mean, everyone I, I, did Phaedra. It was amazing. Yeah. It was incredible. It, it, and I, and I hope that Nini can see that people love her and not everybody's out to get her. Well, because I mean, they, can you imagine how hard of time Nina was going through? Not only with the casting and the unappreciation she was getting from oh, yeah. Bravo, but then like Greg being sick and it was just- Oh bad. yeah. I mean, it had to be one of the hardest times of her life. And so, but that's what I'm saying. I hope that like she can, I mean, Greg has been sick for a very long time and that was just following a couple years after some of the hardest times that they had in their relationship. But I'm just hoping yeah, that, that now maybe- her life can start to make sense to her again and she can take control and shine again. Cause I feel like, feel like everything that happened to her, she was just too consumed um, to be able to be light and fun. Like she used to be. Okay. But and, I don't know if Kim, like we talked about before, Kim isn't. the Kim Yeah. I mean, Kim can't have friends. Yeah. Kim's got too many kids to have friends. And, um, and she does. I mean, she's got little kids still. You can't. Well, and like, she's and, obsessed with Croy. Like they don't leave the house. They're, Right. You know. Yeah. And mo move on Her Nini hermits. to the to the Beermans. And Oh, now that could be fun. That's how it's going to work. They would definitely fight each other. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they would it would be like 3 days later and they would be in an actual Nini would have to be escorted out, I think. Um definitely. Yeah. It'd be like three hours later, not even three uh, days. Right, <laughs> right. They, they just can't. They can't do it. Um, and then Brielle gets a $1,610 Louis bag. Um, and allegedly, she had gotten another Louis just two weeks prior, according to Kim, but she needed this one too. Because mm -hmm. how many Louis can an 11 year old have? Apparently, two. And then they hop in. Well, the party planner, 
she drops the ball. She's allegedly an hour late and doesn't get, she hasn't gotten the numbers for the emergency contacts. And, but they do, no matter what, hop into that Escalade limo and they are jamming the muse and drinking some Sunkissed. They're really feeling themselves. I was feeling this too. My, it looks so fun. Seventh grade or I think maybe eighth grade. I had a birthday party in a limo too and was taken to Marshall Cafe with my besties. So I was really, I did not get a Louis Vuitton bag that was $1,610, especially a second one, but I had a great time. Right. You saw each other. You and Brielle saw each mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Shade. We, thank you. Thanks, Shade. <laughs> oh. Bye, Shade. Love you, Shade. Um, anyways, uh, then we go to a segment that I didn't that I like to call, I didn't know you could be more boring than the Hartwells, but Miss <laughs> Deshaun Snow is, I mean, oh my God, these people make Gina Keo look exciting. You know, it is shock- in The Wizard of Oz, where it starts snowing and the poppy seeds, because yes. it's the spell and they all start falling asleep. Mm. Deshaun yes. Snow, that's why. Oh. There you mm. go. There you so go. So mystical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but she doesn't have enough uh, staff to plant poppies so she's trying to figure <laughs> that her only storyline is staffing um and she has a chef in the morning and yet finds getting the kids off to and she doesn't take the kids to school somebody else does and finds it very exhausting and tiring to get the kids ready for school i i didn't completely comprehend why she was so tired when they all dress themselves brush their own yeah they're teeth. like eight-year-olds like very, very confused. And I, I know morning routines can be hectic for moms. I'm not, you know, saying yeah, that but, moms don't have yeah, it hard, but not, not her. moms that not have her. a, exactly. a chauffeur and a chef. And I love the morning. Like I, you know, I make Stella eggs and ham every yeah. morning and I love that part of my day. Yeah. It was just, it's just her sheer exhaustion is, is quite shocking to me. I feel um, like we need to get some labs on her. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, are check you her okay? nodes, are man. You well, yeah. <laughs> like we need to check Deshaun's lymph nodes. Anywho, and now we go. I mean, now we go to Sheree, and the sad part is, is Sheree makes Deshaun's segment look exciting, but all she's doing is trying on shoes. The ugliest shoes ever. Oh my god, and and. She's with the shoe salesman, Steve. And I have so many questions about the logistics of this man, Steve. Who who does Steve work for? How much does Steve get paid? Is it a percentage of shoe sales? Is it a commission? Or is he just a personal, like, shopper that is paid a base amount by She by Sheree? I think he works on a commission for the store. Like Neiman's? Yeah, like Neiman's or maybe even like a boutique because they have like lots of different brands. And I think that they're basically like, go hustle these shoes. Uh, Sheree has a thousand pair. Good luck. Because he was even saying like, if it doesn't fit, I can like make another hole for you. And I'm like, bitch, if it doesn't fit, give me a size seven and a half. Like, what do you mean? Like just. I, I mean, these, these are Dolce and Gabbana. They make more than one yeah, size. Yeah, like, what do you mean? What are we right. doing? Yeah, Steve Steve didn't seem like a shoe salesman I would trust. Um, also, if I love that she was like, I would never pick this out for myself. Um, if I don't like a shoe on the rack, don't bring it to me. 
If I would never pick it, it, it's not like a shirt and you try it on and you're like, wow, that fits better than yeah, I thought. Yeah, like, like, oh my God, that's so yeah, much more flattering it's a shoe. than I thought. If I don't yeah. like the shoe on the fucking rack, I'm not getting it, bitch. Especially like, like the, an uncomfortable ass shoe. Like put yeah. me in an Ugg boot and I'm like, okay, yeah, a clown. Okay, yeah, sure. yeah. One, what, yeah, yeah. I'll wear this everywhere. Yeah. yeah. A sketcher. Give me a sketcher. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, those a are shape ugly, up. but they feel so good. Like, <laughs> right? Okay. Tempe, Tempe. Um, her house, I didn't realize how Chateau Charest-like her original house was. Yeah. Uh, it was very Chateau-like. She's been divorcing Bob for three years. Um, did you, there were so many slingbacks. He brought so many slingback shoes. And, and I usually like a slingback, and I hated every single one. Every single one. I hated every single fucking shoe. And she bought like six pairs. And uh, she couldn't even walk in them because she said uh, when she was saying Bob was a detached father and an absent father. And basically the only reason he spends time with his kids is because it's court ordered. And he gets right. them every other weekend. And then the kids are leaving. And she's like, I can't come out with you in those shoes. I don't want to scuff them. I'm right. Like, Wait. Absolutely. You're buying those pair. And that you can't exchange it for another side, but I can't walk my kid two steps out you to a car. Can't, you can't get another side. You can't scuff them. I think they're rented. They, this they is shoe be. dazzle. This is shoe dazzle rentals. This has got to be. There's something going up. I smell something, Sheree, and it ain't good. Um, and then we go to, I mean, honestly, I, I did enjoy this episode, guys, but it is quite honestly filled with snooze fest. Like if you're ready to take a nap halfway through, if you're narcoleptic, just go on through this episode. Then we go to Hartwell and Associates giving the most generic business pitch I've ever heard. Honestly, all she had to say was Ed Hartwell is a prominent figure in the NFL and knows lots of rich people that want to buy houses. That's what she should have said. She was like, we are Ed loyal, opens the door we are hardworking. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see a lot of closing going on in there. I think people just wanted to be on a TV show and get some free appetizers. 100%. 100%. And they didn't look very appetizing, to be honest. They looked a little stale, just like that presentation. Um, <laughs> now we are on to step two of the extravaganza. We Brielle is at the hotel, and they are having the snacks. Pizza seemingly a cake a beautiful um, chocolate cake that was made i think by the hotel or someone local it right decadent. the first looked, the first uh, of cakes that we'll see exactly um this one could have been free um and and i um i was a little triggered by this moment where kim wanted brielle to be i couldn't tell i know that she wanted her to be appreciative i didn't see brielle not really being appreciative i just saw brielle being kind of shy it felt like kim I think she really did want her to be appreciative, but I also thought she wanted her to perform. Like she wanted it to be very performative. Like nobody, not everybody needs to be like over the top, like every five seconds, like screaming and saying, thank you. I agree. For... But I think that Brielle is usually an over the top child. It's like me and you. So like, right. You know what I mean? It would yeah, be hard to be showering us with gifts and we're like, oh, thank you. But I, I don't, you know, I really don't love like a birthday moment. I don't like, I like all eyes on me spontaneously. She's a girl. And she's, yes. and Kim's basically saying like, I'm spending so much money. And she's like, oh my God, am I spoiling them too much? You know, like, yeah, I, she's I, not I, even she loving. is. And she is, she is spoiling them too much, but she's also overpaying. Oh. For this event, so yeah. <laughs> um, so the and then 
some man, allegedly the manager of the hotel, comes up and knocks on the door and demands a credit card. And I just want to know how they got in the room without paying for it, I'm without so having a credit card on file. All of this. I, so humiliating, so triggering. I was pissed off as Kim, but I was just confused how you get into this grand suite that's decked out with all this food that had clearly been prepared right. without a credit card on file. Yeah, I will never understand. And Kim had to go to the bar for a drink to calm down because she was so annoyed, and so did I. And and bar with Kim, um, and that's pretty much that. And then we go to Bryson getting a college tour with Nini, um, and Nini's like, everybody looks older than me. I look, uh, yeah, I could look like a student with my good moisturizer. Right. I'm like, yes, girl. My good moisturizer, girl. That's what she was like. It was so good. She was uh, and, and she said th- that she hopes that Bryson will be as popular as she was. <laughs> I love the <laughs> truth. I love the truth that she speaks. You know, she was so popular. I love that um, woman. And she, uh, and then the dorm room they showed Bryson is a nice ass dorm room. Like it's the nicest dorm room I might have ever seen. Like in real life, that's not oh. on TV. Like. It's a really nice dorm room. It was big for a single dorm room. I mean, was, I don't know. I would never, I refuse to live in the dorm oh, room. Oh, I mean, at Marshall, my uh, my sophomore year, my dorm room didn't even have air conditioning. Oh, my God. Did you live in, what's the B one? I lived in Holderby. Holderby. Yeah, oh. but. Shayna had the, a nice dorm. She lived in the freshman dorms, and then she moved but, but, to the fancy one. Was it a cool? single room? Like, no, she had a he, he had his own room and his own bathroom. Like, it was very nice. It was big, too. But um, I love Nini asking all the questions. Can mm-hmm. he paint it? Can he hang a plasma? Um, Are you going to need a maid? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, peanut butter and jealous. Yeah. Yes, I need a maid. I need a maid, too, Nini. I need a maid. I need. You can decorate to... my room if you want to pay for my maid. Yeah, and I need to be somebody dusting. I hate dusting. Oh, I, need... I dust every day. Oh, dusting. Um, and then Nini said, mother knows best, and all I could think about was Tangled. Mother knows best. That's <laughs> all I, I would get let down I that, that. week. Um, and then we go to another integral segment of this show of Deshaun can't staff up. Um, she is interviewing Marlena um, because the previous um, estate manager, also starring in the show, the murderous show, the estate manager, who was here to kill Deshaun. Um, they couldn't verify her previous salary history. Was that a weird thing for her to say? I didn't know what that meant. I Yeah, I don't know what that meant either. And I'm guessing that when you're supposed to be making a lot of money, they want to make sure. Because, you know, usually when you apply for jobs, they say, like, what was your previous salary? So they know. Right. But it, it I mean, honestly, I've, I've heard of. I mean, I don't even know if it's legal to make somebody disclose that. I don't think it is. I, you I know what I mean? Stupid. Like, I, yeah. I, I think it was And who cares? Very you're stupid. over, you're, you're giving them a huge raise. Like, who cares? Your house is 30,000 square feet and you don't know how to do a single thing. Right. And she needed an estate manager and a personal assistant. And she was like, and normally we meet at the office. And I was like, what do you have an office for? Yeah, they show it later. I was, I was so like, yeah. where, where's all this money coming from? Like, she's staffing like full companies. Like, Bethany only had like three people working for Skinny Girl when it was bringing in $50 million a year. Yeah. So like, girl, you don't need all these employees and you don't need to verify their previous salaries. She's like, we can sleep here? Like, it's fine. 
I, I right? I mean, it it was shock. It's just shocking to me. Like this woman is asking to stock rooms with smoked salmon and Bailey's, and you're like, couldn't verify her salary. Get out of here. I, I I'm I'm not understanding Deshaun, and um, I I was hoping that I would have more of a love and affection. I wanted to hug her more and 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 really dig deep into her story rewatching this, but she is truly as boring as watching paint dry. It's it's the pretty rough. Only, the most exciting thing about her was that her makeup artist put on blue mascara. And I was yeah. very devastated. I was like, what are they doing? It, it, I mean, that was shocking. You know who can wear blue eye makeup like nobody's business, though? Miss Ebony K. Williams looks so good in blue eye makeup. Oh, my gosh. She really does. I've never seen so, – I I don't think I've ever seen somebody that looks so beautiful in, like, that densely blue eye makeup. You go, girl. Um, and now we get Lisa, and she's showing Jazzy Faye a house. Um, mm -hmm. And she said – did you catch this? She's, she meant to say this house is a great deal. And she said, this house is a great dill. <laughs> and I wanted to say pickle? Like dill pickles? This I house is a great that, dill. I say everything wrong. This house is a great dill. Let's hope we I go down. I think I say those both words the same. Dill and dill? But I say deal and deal. Oh, you say it the other way. Yeah. You have a deal pickle. Whale, like whale, oh, the animal, gotcha. whale drinks, whale. I say them all the same. And I feel like I like it all pronounced deal better than dill. Yeah, let's I say, a, let, yeah. Let's make a dill. Let's make uh, a deal. And that house was so brown. It was like 50 shades of brown. Everything was brown. The tiles on the floor were brown. Like everything was just a shade of tan. That was, everything. That, I, that was the time. I know. We noticed on Roni too. It was just so everything brown. was so brown. Just brown. How yeah, now, just, brown cow? Now, now, brown cow, brown, brown bear, brown bear. What do you see? <laughs> um, and I three sad shower heads hanging on thee. That's what I saw. I was like three shower heads. Yeah, that's nice, but they were like such sad shower heads. Mm -hmm. I hate go when you go into like or view or um, like. HGTV like an expensive a house that was made to like look expensive and all the finishes are so cheap oh hate it and that house was 4.6 million dollars right the like, automatic toilet was 10k you can't give me good shower heads shower heads make your life uh, you I mean you'd have to replace all three it's ridiculous. The dill, I'd have to get it in the dill I couldn't mm. do it with I couldn't sign the dill without the shower heads mm -hmm. uh, yeah I mean, they had a golf cart garage, for yes! God's sakes. Give me a fucking rain shower head, and it needs to be adjustable, and I need different spouts, and I need it coming from different angles. Absolutely. <sighs> Nothing gets me angrier than, how, than Deshaun segments, because here we are meeting the offices of Deshaun Snow Foundation, where I don't know why she has that office and has wasted that much money on furniture, because she could clearly run this foundation out of her own home. Um, and honestly, I should, I should do the research guys. I am, I am being a judgmental. See you next Tuesday because maybe this is a huge foundation and maybe the she, same foundation that she had a million dollar goal for and raises yes. exactly zero dollars. Yep. That, that would, that would be the one. You need an office I, for that? <laughs> you, you need a, you need an office to display that kind of failures. You do. Yep. Yep. Where she was making negative money actually yeah. for the foundation yeah she was actually stealing and pickpocketing from <laughs> teenagers <laughs> she, 
she was going to prom and she was selling their dresses. Girl. And, uh, girl. Uh, and then Picking we Picking up on... all their broken nails from the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Making necklaces and selling them on Etsy. Oh, God. Oh, she... Every time I see her segments, I would rather get an ingrown toenail. Um, and then we go to part three of Miss Brielle's Extravaganza, and she's at Blue Jeans, G-E-N-E-S, Blue Jeans fashion show. But it really looked like Kim took them all to a boutique and just let, let them, them try, try clothes on. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what did this cost? How much did somebody charge you for this? Did you have to buy a certain amount of clothes? Because if this is factored into the 18000 you really need to make better business deals. Um, because this is not working out for me. Um, but I love Corey. Because Kim's freaking out because this is the day after um, the, the Sheree Gala. And she was trying to figure out whether... Nini and Sheree could be in the same room. And Corey's like, you got to be true to Nini. Like, you can't be inviting Sheree. You mm-hmm. got to be true. Mm-hmm. You, you better call you, her right now. She was like, you know, that's not right, Kim. I love that. I was like, you go, Corey Coco. Mm-hmm. She's like, you need to call you, her Corey and tell Coco. her she can't come. Uh, I was like, you are one loyal, down-ass bitch, Corey. And I love mm-hmm. you. Um, and Sheree allegedly called Nini. And they had a talk. Nini recounts the talk as not getting told she's a sorry, but Sheree did apologize, which to me is the same thing. Nini said that Sheree didn't say, I'm sorry. She said, I apologize. (laughs) Which, correct me if I'm wrong, is... Is an apology? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay. "Mm, Okay, well, you know. Whatever. I I mean, it it all seemed to be swept under the rug, so we'll see. Um... And then there was this weird segment that I call Bombs Away, whether we just were we showing whether Lisa was trying to skip out on Brielle's party, or was this just to show that Ed was an adept partner to take care of somebody when they were sick? Chef, I didn't understand. Chef Boyari. Chef Boyari, because Lisa is sick with a fever from exhaustion. Um, and he makes her homemade chicken noodle soup, which she says was the best. Right. And she is in this room that makes me feel ill. There are so many chartreuse drapes on on light blue walls. It was like... Marie Antoinette meets Toy Story. It was, uh, I was literally ill. Marie Antoinette. By Pixar. Come and see it. Uh, Starring Kirsten Dunst and Lisa Wu Harbaugh. You'll lose your head. You <laughs> and let them eat cake, two thousand dollar <laughs> cake. Um, and I need to know if that chicken soup was good because we didn't see the final product. And he was making that chicken soup a with a ton of chicken, b with what was the base instead of stock. And so and, that I noticed that too. But she did say it was the best, and she was drinking. But we didn't see a picture. But like I'm we like, didn't get to see a live shot. Bitch, and you do. Uh, push-ups at a game night. So I don't trust you. I don't trust you with food. I don't trust you with food. Have Dwight come taste it and tell me. Absolutely. I trust him with food and novelties. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last stop on the birthday extravagance is chocolate pink. And I feel at this point that like they should have went somewhere where there was real food. Like I just felt like for the whole day, it seemed like a long time and not a lot of eating. 
I especially for like Kim, who was drinking wine all day. I was like, girl, you need like some pasta or something. And there's another cake, this one, which is uh, $2,000 and shipped from California. California, yeah. And it's disgusting, apparently. And duh, okay, you know how much I hate fucking expensive ass cakes. That was $2,000. It was from California. So, of course, it was frozen. And, of course, it's fondant. Fondant is Play-Doh. Don't act like fondant is good. You know what's good? Icing. Absolutely. I always like literally despise like they're my arch nemesis, like cake boss shows and shit like that. Exactly. Make a cake that tastes good that looks like that, and then I'll be impressed. Or like my cake that because you know I always my grandpa always made me a witch cake, and I started making them. But this it I got now that he's gone, it's overwhelming for me. But so Matt still gets me one, and I he got me a fifteen dollar cake from Harris Teeter, baked by Donna. Shout out. You did amazing. It was delicious. It was marble. She free-handed a witch, literally decorated to the it. nines. $15. Eyes popping. Eyes popping. Lips busting. Bustin Donna, you is that bitch. You is that I bitch. And then my my Twitch, I got her cake from Publix for $19.99. It was stunning, too. Get I mean, cake. Kim said should have went to Publix. Exactly. She should have. I hate expensive cake. That's not impressive that you can work with Play-Doh. So can Lua. It wasn't even attractive. Like, it wasn't even a good-looking cake. I was, I mean, it was It was confusing, disgusting. I'm sure the chocolate cake that was in the room for free was better than that. Exactly. And, and you know, I hate wasting calories. I hate, I hate wasting $2,000 on a cake that nobody can even eat. Oh, I would have been so pissed. Um, but, but I, I, I also am not pissed. No, I also, why'd you ship... You're fucking in Atlanta, Georgia, like the yeah. South. You know there's some good-ass bakeries up in there. Like, mm -hmm. bake me a cake at the bakery. Like, why did you order a cake from goddamn California? Yep. Get your shit together, bitch. Big mistake. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> the anger that came out. I really got so much rage over this <sighs> If you order a goddamn cake from California, don't expect it to be delicious, okay? All they eat is kale and air. So exactly. we don't even want California cakes. Or fondant cakes in general. Goodbye. Good day, sir. Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, wow, Bethany. Wow. Mention it all. Um, and then there was... And then Sheree was talking about how, like, this was a mistake and Nene, and she was like, there was already enough random people in my house. And I was like, how could all those random people get in if, uh, if Nene, Nene couldn't, couldn't get in the Exactly. Yeah. And Nene um, handed out, like, a champ because I would have lost my shit. And Nene, when she came in, even hugged Sheree. She was so nice. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I was also confused why Sheree was getting so weirded out by the the cake knife being put in the same water. The water. Yeah, because it's not like anyone's licking it. No, or touching it. It's just yeah. literally going into the cake. And, and that's... then going into the water. Exactly. I it's was not... like, I, I was like, you guys are off your rocker. And then yeah. put it in there. Yeah, I, then, I didn't understand yeah. the sanitary, what was going on. It was very odd to me. I, who knows? That was a weird thing. And the party planner was getting paid $5,000 for that day. For that nothing. Is, so why aren't we party planners? Um, I would love to be. Me too, but like $5,000 for that day? The only reason I can't be is because I don't want anyone's input. Like, right. Well, I, I don't think I this woman got anybody's input. Plan your party and do not speak to me. At all. I'll just right. handle it. I don't want your input. I, you know, 
You're right. And just like where in the world is the situation, where in the world is Nene? She is very late for this party. Um, and and Brielle keeps yelling, Nene, Nene, where's Nene? Nene Ma, Etienne, where's Nene? You see? Where's that Nene? I need my Nene. Um, yeah, she is, she needs Nene to be there. And you know what? Nene is the life of the party. Sade was winded down. She was exhausted from, from strutting her stuff on the runway at Blue Jeans. Mm -hmm. And she needed some more energy from Nene. Um, and Nene comes in and she looks thin as fuck. She looks so skinny. She looks so good. Because um, she didn't eat that cake with Dwight. She looked good. She looked tall. She looked statuesque. She was a model. She was delish. I loved her. Um, and then Nene was very welcoming to Sheree. Mm -hmm. Very complimentary. Very classy. Very much so saving that grudge for another day. Yep. Bloop. <laughs> the, the birth of the boop. Oh, and then they go back to the hotel for the slumber party while Kim and Corey get massages. And the kids torture them. And yeah, Kim of course says, they're going to. Have Sheree's security man at the door. I kind of felt bad, bad for Sade having to sleep on the floor. I was like, could we not have gotten uh, like two king size beds for all these kids? 13 kids, they were like sleeping on the floor. But I guess, I think that's just me now and my achy bones. Yeah, I'm pretty, exactly. I, I, I used to like sleep on the floor all the time. on the floor, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, I, 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 sometimes I'll still sleep on the floor, but there's an air mattress there. I'll oh, just bring God, an air mattress. air mattress. No. Uh, oh, no. I have the, I'll send you like, I have the best air mattress. No, the I will best. always get a hotel. This air Thank mattress, th this air mattress, though, I'm telling you, is like four foot thick uh -huh. and it has um, it has air springs in it. Mm -hmm. So it like crinkles like a normal spring. Now, it's nothing compared to a normal bed. But this yeah, I'll just sleep in is... a normal bed. I mean, unless I'm taking this camping. Oh, no, that's what it's for. It's for camping. Oh, okay. Well, I camp in the living send room. Send it to Matt. It's like when I take a nap from five to nine in the living room and then go upstairs to bed. It's like for napping downstairs mm. or... I might go camping next year, but only with an air conditioner and this mat and and a three-bedroom tent. But that's just the essentials. Duh. Duh. And a cake from Publix. Oh, uh, well, that was fun. Who was your saint and sinner? Um, well, my sinner was that cake. That Me disgusting too! fondant cake. That fondant, fondue, ruined my day. Um, and then my saint today was Corey. I love that bitch, Corey. I've just, I got such a good essence. She was such a good friend to Cam. And then she, like, I love people that, like, just have big hearts. And I, we see Corey down the road, and she is just such a good friend. And I, and I just adore her. Yes. My saint was Dwight and Fat Happy Bitches. Ugh. What a popular choice. I love that. I love fat, happy bitches. I love dessert. And I love, I, Except you know. Except cakes that are $2,000 from California. That's not dessert. That's torture. Yes. That's torture. Don't make me eat the Play-Doh. I didn't eat it when I was little. <laughs> I ain't going to eat it now. Especially for $2,000. I would eat it for two. I if anybody would like me to eat Play-Doh for them on OnlyFans for $2,000, I will do it. <laughs> um, just send it my way. Um, well, this has been fun, guys. Check out our hymnals on my Spotify. 
connect with us at Kalindi and at JRY27 and at Housewives Heretics on the Insta. And uh, always you can email us at housewivesheretics at gmail.com. We are open to DMs. We love you. We love you. We, we love you. Yes, we love our hair tips and um, yes. the DMs that we've been getting. And please leave us a five-star rating and review. And we're going to send out 24 bloops to Callie Mama. We saw your second review and we love yes. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we can't wait to see you next week. Love you. Mean it. Amen, bitches. Thank you all for filling the pews and joining in our irreverence. Join us every week for our sermons by rating, subscribing, and submitting prayer requests at everywhere you listen to podcasts. Although we praise our dear daddy Andy and heavenly home of Bravo, Housewife Heretics is not in propriety of Bravo, Evolution Media, or any subsidiary of the Housewives. These are strictly our opinions, and they are jokes like funny, haha. For direct celestial connection, you can send your confessions to housewivesheretics at gmail.com and check our season playlist, weekly drink specials, and our lives at our Instagram. So we'll see you there. Amen, Amen, bitches. bitches.